This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. It is Thursday, the 12th of January. And of course, this is Open for Business. I want to talk to you about one of the issues that I have when I'm trying to book a space. Whether it's badminton, whether it's futsal, whether it's a whole bunch of other sports, um, it's just the pain that it can be to book a court and try and get it organized. So um, with me on the phone is Eugene Lowe from Courtside. He is the CEO of Courtside. Now, they're a Malaysian-built web app, and they're changing the game for budding athletes and sports enthusiasts with a centralized booking system for sports facilities. Easily accessible via any mobile or web browser, the platform allows users to digitally book sporting facilities across eight states for a variety of sports. Welcome to the show, Eugene. Morning, Richard. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Now, Eugene, talk to me a little bit about the beginning of uh, Courtside. You know, where did the initial idea come from? How did the co-founders of Courtside go about developing the website app, uh, website and app? And, you know, I, I guess at the end of this, where did the funding come from? All right. Um, the idea really came from an area of frustration as a user. As a user, you know, when I would like to book a court, it's sometimes it's very hard because it's I'm not sure whether it's available, you know, where yeah. the nearest facility is. And oftentimes, you know, when we have a futsal match, we have to send a scapegoat um, yeah. over to the, the center yeah. to do the bookings and payments. A sacrificial lamb, so to speak. Exactly, exactly. Right. And, you know, as we deep dive into the problem and trying to find a solution to it, we realize centers also have a slew of problems, right? For mm. instance, um, a no-show risk was very high. Cash yeah. collection requires daily tallying. Upfront deposits and payment collections was very, very messy where operator relies heavily on pen and paper schedules, right? And this yeah. paper is shared across all the staff. Resources mm-hmm. were also not very efficient. You know, we were not sure you play futsal yourself or, or any mm-hmm. form of sports, but, you know, there will be an individual over there turning on and off the lights, right? The lights yeah. indicates, you know, your time is up. So as we, you know, look at these pain points, we realize that our areas that we are, we are able to come in and hence, you know, Courtside started building an app, right? We built an yeah. iOS and Android app. Uh, we spent two years into it, but we realized the uptake was pretty low, to be honest. And that's mm. where we deprecated the app. And now we became a progressive web app, right? It functions mm. as an app. It works like an app. Um, however, you know, it's there is lesser barrier of entry. It's mm-hmm. much more seamless. You can add your home screen. And, and yeah, here we are today. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so clearly, as you mentioned, this comes from you know personal experiences, I'm, I'm guessing, uh, from most of the team, I'd imagine. Uh, and I, right now, I'm looking at the team right now. There's quite a, quite a few of you, isn't there? You know, you, you, the founding team, obviously, the business team, engineering team, customer service team. Are all of you active in the uh, sports world, one way or another? No, no, actually, we are not active in the sports world. Uh, mm. We would like to. Uh, we have this weekly uh, team gathering where we actually explore more sports because you know courtside today actually caters to over 30 categories so we yeah. need to the point to actually try sports understand the nuances we came from very very different backgrounds pretty much operational engineering background and you know speaking on behalf of some of us right uh, some of us yeah. are pretty much introverts 
you know yeah. we actually didn't want to actually make a phone call you know ask for a <laughs> lot so it's like we want you know we built around this digital technology where yeah, yeah. you just like to book you know and just had to see the receipt booking and so mm. on so mm. yeah that's pretty much where we are today so yeah the mm. team consists of uh, in-house engineering team right mm-hmm. a couple of business team and a couple of customer support it's a mm. very very lean team um but yeah i would say we are a solid team now l- let me ask um which was the the kind of first facility that was listed w- was it badminton or was it futsal the first facility was badminton um, it was badminton one, yeah number one spot um yeah. or the more popular sport in malaysia yeah, and I'm just looking at some of the facilities that are available. You know, there's badminton, basketball, bowling, cricket, dodgeball, football, frisbee, futsal, go, everything pretty much on there. Is it? Are there sports that people are still coming to you with and say, "Hey, can you add this one, please?" Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, there are, for instance, like golf, right? Mm. Um, you know, golf is something that you know when you depending on centers, you either play by balls or play by lane, right? And when you play mm-hmm. by balls, you buy a hundred balls and, you know, you hit hundred balls. Um, mm. there are, that's, that's where we are looking to double down this year in terms of what I call nuances by vertical, right? right. You know, how do we yeah. cater to each of them, right? So mm. where today, for if you look at futsal, badminton is by slots, by the hour, right? However, mm-hmm. this form of sports, you know, it's potentially per entry, potentially by mm. number of balls. So yeah, for each categories, there are different nuances, and we are looking to you know build the right product and solutions for it as as mm. we onboard them. And I'm just looking through your numbers as well right now. I mean, 130,000 plus monthly page views, over 100,000 users on the platform, 32,000 plus online bookings monthly, 60, uh, 69,000 hours booked on the courtside uh, web app monthly, 1,300 plus games hosted. Uh, and a hundred percent increase in utilization with online booking. There's some great numbers, some great figures. But what has the sign-up rate been um, since things have started to open up a little bit more? What, how have you seen those numbers change? So sign-up rate for users, we have been growing averagely ten to twenty percent month on month. We oh, recently wow. hit hundred thousand as a couple of weeks ago. Just to give you a bit of, of numbers, when the year started in twenty twenty two, we only had thirty thousand registered users. In oh, I see. Wow. And you're at now? Uh, we are about 110, close to 110 today. Wow. Yeah. In terms of partner I, centers, we started the year in 2022 with about 15 centers. Right now, we have close yeah. to 60 centers. Yeah. Right. And how do these partner centers uh, approach you? Is, is there a fee for registering with, with uh, Courtside? Yeah, so there's a small fee. So what we do is we collect a small transaction fee for every... Um, transaction that we facilitate, right? Mm. However, this also includes a solution that we are providing to the centers, right? And this backend solution includes like analytics, performance information, the backend mm-hmm. system which powers all the bookings that acts very similarly to a POS. We also right. able to generate invoices, receipts, uh, payling, and also is integrated with our lightning automation. We're going to take a short break, folks, here. I'm on the phone with Eugene Lowe. He is the CEO of Courtside. If you don't know who they are, I will tell you right now, they are a Malaysian-built web app. They're changing the game for budding athletes and sports enthusiasts with a centralized booking system for sports facilities. It's easily accessible via any mobile or web browser, and it allows users to digitally book sporting facilities across eight states for a variety of sports. More on that when we come back here on Open for Business on BFM 89.9. 
Beating Fickle Mindsets. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. This, of course, is open for business on this Thursday morning. I'm on the phone with Eugene Lowe, the CEO of Courtsite. If you don't know who they are, they are a Malaysian-built web app changing the game for budding athletes and sports enthusiasts with a centralized booking system for sports facilities, easily accessible via any mobile or web browser. They allow users to digitally book sporting facilities across eight states for a variety of sports. Now, Eugene, thank you, and thank you for sticking around. Uh, Just before the break, we were talking about um, a few things, but one of the things that I wanted to look at now is the, the centralized online booking system itself. It allows anybody, as you mentioned in some of your blurbs, to easily book online through this web app platform. Can you just talk me through the process of just how easy it is from both a user perspective and from any of these partners who might want to get involved too? Cool. So from a user perspective, um, because we are a PWA, all you have to do is go to your browser, hit courtside.my, and there's two very simple user journey. You can either book now. Book now is a function where you book, a, you choose a time, you choose a spot, and you will list out yeah. all the facilities based on the nearest location that's available to you at that time and date. The second okay. option is for you to actually go to a specific venue that you like and book um, accordingly. And if mm. you, have, you have a frequent partner centers that you are frequented, you also can see on booking history where the booking journey is much more seamless. Or it is mm. like a time, date, payment is pretty much a five-step process. Mm. However, for the partner centers, right, uh, what we'll do is our team will come in, we'll onboard, we give you the training, and then what we call a migration and or implementation plan. We then migrate right. your pen and paper schedules into yeah. the, 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 the into our system, <laughs> whereby, you know, all the seasonal bookings, the oil transfer accordingly. This whole thing yeah. will probably take a couple of working days. Right, right. That, that, that's interesting that they're still using pen and paper. My word, it's 2023. Yeah, it's very interesting that the outer client value are also still very heavily relying on cash. So, mm. you know, when we, we assume, right, you know, being client value, it's, it's very normal to use, you know, e-wallets and so on. But the outer mm-hmm. client value when we approach partner centers, um, their customer base are still pretty cash-driven, cash you know, so they don't see the utility and, and of being a court site, you know, being an online right. booking statement. Right. So yeah, I believe there's a lot of awareness and education that needs to take place. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing you as CEO have to go out there and talk to these people about why it makes sense to move away from cash and onto something like Courtside, correct? Correct, correct. Right. And how do these, those conversations go? I mean, are, are they difficult conversations to have? or? So a lot of these conversations is that the, the business owners, um, mm. most of them, needs to see it happening right <laughs> you know you are just creatures are like i don't if i don't see it i don't believe it um yeah. so it's a lot of a lot of education so but in these eight states because we actually have a lot of centers or so i will call them more progressive centers and mm-hmm. we have seen numbers coming in we have seen partner centers that are hey they are doing pretty well they are doing 10 percent better mm-hmm. than we are for some for partner centers you know, their biggest struggles are off-peak, you know, off-peak hours, you know, the morning right. to the evening, right? But yeah. being online, you know, tapping to SEOs, tapping into this pool of users that they have, they are mm. able to generate that value for them. 
On top of mm-hmm. that, we also have a game hosting feature. Our game hosting feature really stems from, you know, whereby users would like to play a game, but they do not have friends to play with, right? Right. So we actually yep. created a game hosting app where this potentially increased the utilization and then also revenue of partner centers. So there mm-hmm. are multiple steps, multiple angles to actually, you know, um, engage with these partner centers. Now, I have a question like just off the top of my head right now is, does something like this um, encourage lesser known sports to have more participants? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Right. So just to give you, you know, one of the surprising insights that we have is that, yeah. you know, there is a predominant futsal center in mm-hmm. one of uh, a central location. So what mm-hmm. happened was that they actually convert this futsal center into a multi-purpose court, whereby the right. courts are big enough, they actually enlisted volleyball and dodgeball. Mm. And to our surprise is that this volleyball revenue was a multiplier times Oh wow! In, in comparison to to futsal, so which yeah. means there are a demand for volleyball, right? And I would say volleyball, yeah. in opposed to you know the more um, sports like the the more favorite sports like badminton or futsal, it's quite relatively small. However, mm-hmm. we see do we see where where there's facilities provided, there is an uptake of it. So yeah, you're definitely right. On mm-hmm. that I mean, so that's interesting. So some of these centers might not have even known that there was demand for it, and, unless they'd have been on. Uh, your platform definitely definitely we also have seen centers that because being on our platform has grown like you know almost double right you know number yeah. one it's that the visibility that we're giving um, yeah. to SEO digitalization um, yeah. secondly is transparency you know business mm-hmm. owners would definitely like transparency because you may not know um, <laughs> if there's any hanky-panky right For sure. um, thirdly on top of that is that one thing is the no no show loss of revenue. Mm. Centers or owners today do not know what the numbers are. Mm. By being fully digitalized, you are able to see that loss of mm. number of no show. And hence, mm-hmm. we are able to plug that numbers in and these numbers was very, very significant. So, very so yeah, interesting. Multiple um, benefits to it. Yeah, I've got a couple of questions as well. I mean, you've got a collaboration with uh, BAM, the Badminton Association of Malaysia. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, so PM is actually a place where national athletes train, right? Mm. Um, so they train from morning to evening. So we spoke to them and it's like, hey, why don't you commercialize your place in the evening, yeah. right? And, you know, this small revenue will be able to help you maintain and, and you know, improve the courts. So what started as, you know, an hour or two take place right now, it's throughout the whole evening and also some mm. weekends. Uh yeah, that's pretty much our collaboration with BM. And with that, right. you know, we you know, BM we have much more future plans with BM where they would like to see more and nurture more how I say aspiring players, right? Right. So we yeah. are also hosting a lot of clinics and also um meet and greets where aspiring players can actually come to see how they train, ask yeah. questions and you know, hopefully inspire them to potentially be the next future badminton player. These are all great ideas. So with that in mind then, that, that's obviously something you're working on. But what, what's the kind of, um, I, I guess, your your current and your future trajectory looking like? What do you have in mind? So pretty much we would like to double down more, acquire more centers, right? Mm. Um, as, you know, this would definitely help increase our trajectory 
right? Mm. And mm. we are on a growth trajectory. So we believe the right strategy, right strategy, we are able to grow much quicker. You know, mm-hmm. take for instance schools, right? Schools yeah. has multiple facilities, however, very very underutilized. Mm. And you look at the hours that we are looking at. Schools operate between nine to evening, morning to evening, and where players are playing, it's you know after school hours, right? And if you yeah. look into schools, especially your SJKC, SJKT, um, they rely heavily on donations and some form of funding. Right. Um, now, in the event show that they are able to commercialize this space, right, and if they have the intent to do so, they are able to help this maintain and fund the school maintenance and even upgrade the facilities. And we're mm. proud to say we have schools that on Courtside have done, done so, and, you know, they are very, very surprised to the numbers. Uh, they, they've seen positive results, have they? Yes, indeed. Okay, um, I guess I've got one last question before I, before I let you go. Just to wrap up then, then Eugene, is um, you, you mentioned earlier how you kind of scaled back from an app and you, you, you know, decided to become like a, a web-based app, right? Um, what other, um, and this is for those people who are tuned in, those, those entrepreneurs right now that are, you know, they're startups, it's maybe their first business, they've encountered their first problem or their first real roadblock. Um, as entrepreneurs, what do you think for you guys has been the most challenging part of your journey so far? I would say there are multiple angles to it. Um, mm. Number one, I would say is talent. Um, acquisition. Talent acquisition. Yeah. Um, number two is that for a Malaysia startup, uh, funding are very scarce, right? If you look into mm. Malaysia, our market sizing doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So unless you move to other countries. So fundings are very scarce. Uh, mm. Thirdly, I would say also is B2B. B2B yeah. in Malaysia, because, you know, hot sites is B2B2C, right? Mm-hmm, uh, B2B mm-hmm. in general, it's very, very tough in Malaysia. Right. Yep. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. say that it's pretty much um, the struggles. Mm-mm. I won't say struggles. I would just say like uh, roadblocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Things you needed to get around. Yes. Okay. The one, the one that I'd like to look at just, just very briefly before I let you go. Talent acquisition. How did you deal with that? So talent acquisition is a lot. Of, I would say it's a lot of trial and error. Um, mm. I would say that you know there are great agencies out there that you can tap into and outsource, but that is very very costly. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say it's really putting yourself out there, putting yourself like for even right now, right? If there's any talents out there, they are looking to, you know, looking to courtside. Courtside is hiring um, across mm-hmm. business development, across tech, across operation. You know, we are happy to speak, and you can you can start with a casual conversation. Um, don't not really fancy of interviews. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, it's really just casual conversation because we believe culture is the most important part of talent right. acquisition. So, yeah. so yeah, I would say really put yourself out there. You know, branding is super important. And mm. where talents, especially tech talents, they are looking towards, you know, a potential growth of a company. So really mm. selling yourself is very important. And you're a young team as well, a young dynamic team, right? Definitely, definitely. I would say, you know, there are, there are impressions or you know, ideas where, you know, startup are actually not very stable, right? Yeah. I would say it's, it's the excitement behind it is the, and the risk written behind it. It's, it's commensurable, right? Mm. You are able to touch into many, 
things, you're able to be exposed to many things, right? The autonomy is higher. Um, mm-hmm. Hierarchy is rather flat, right? So, you know, it's, I would say you, this is not for many, but I would say it's if you like not being, you like new challenges every day, then I would say mm-hmm. a startup is, is, is the right place for you. Wonderful. Eugene, thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, Richard. Thank you so much for having me on board. It's been an absolute pleasure. Folks, I've been on the phone with Eugene Lowe, the CEO of Courtsight. If you want to learn more about them, and especially if you are interested in joining their team, as Eugene has just said himself from the horse's mouth, they are looking to expand. They are hiring actively. Correct, Eugene? Correct, correct. And just a shout out, if you know any centers that would like to be on board, or you, you know, refer, if you are able, to, if you would like to refer a center, you can actually come to our page, refer a center, and mm-hmm. we are happy to give a free demo or consultation uh, on our services. There you go. The website is courtsite.my. Head over there, find out more information. This, of course, has been open for business here on BFM 89.9. If you missed any part of the show, go and download the podcast. It's available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. For BFM 89.9, my name is Rich Bradbury. This is Open for Business. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.